With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Football season is all about competition. When it comes to tailgating, that competition isn't limited to the playing field. Start with better meat from Fairway. Hand cut, fresh, and affordable. Fairway gives you the advantage in tailgating excellence. Get ready for kickoff with the best selection of meats and all the fixings from Fairway. Hey, Jen, it's a reaction podcast. Iowa's lost to Penn State. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, always am. I'm recording this before the game's over. Penn State just scored a touchdown um, that put them up 17-6. to And my assumption is, is that Penn State is going to hang on and win this game, mainly because Iowa's offense has gone up, up to this point, 27, 28 consecutive drives without scoring a touchdown. And this isn't going to be a conversation about statistics because, once again, the defense played good enough to win. Uh, the offense was minus two in turnovers. Okay, I just got into some statistics. But, really, this is going to be about Iowa's problem right now, um, and that's the interior of the offensive line. Obviously, having the injuries that they have there, uh, Cole Banwart, Maybe done for the season. Pat Hardy of AllHawkeyes.com reporting before the game that he had a caller into a show he was doing that was a friend of his Bainworth's dad. Said that he had an ACL and was done for the year. And during Iowa's pregame, Rob Brooks talked about how Bainworth got injured in practice this week and it may he may be out for a long time. So that's likely. Um, then you have a number of other injuries. Tyler shot inside. Mark Kallenberger had to play guard tonight. Uh, did not look good. Cody Entz, uh getting beat pretty badly. Iowa, and, and, and Tyler Linderbaum, probably for the first time this year, there were several decisions, you know, several different um, instances where he might have maybe should have gone a different direction. Uh, but really, Linderbaum's not the, the issue. I, I always play at guard is the problem. It's a huge problem. And given the health of the interior of the line, I'm not sure that that problem is going to be solved this year. And Nate Stanley has not played the last couple of weeks like you would expect a third-year starting senior quarterback to play. He's missed some throws. He's been inaccurate. But I will say this in defense of Nate. He's playing behind a line that is as porous on the interior as Iowa has had since the 2006 or 2007 season, rather. When I think Iowa allowed 48 sacks, something like that, that year, one of the worst in the country. It's it's that bad. I mean, Stanley doesn't really have any time on most snaps to set up. Now, he's played two really good defenses the past two weeks. But it's not like there's not going to be good defenses again the rest of the way. I mean, Northwestern's is really good. Heck, Wisconsin's looks as good as anybody. 
so I don't know that I see this getting better this season. I, I don't know that I see a miraculous turn of events where all of a sudden the offense is going to start you know, lighting the world on fire. I don't know how you scheme a passing game around something like that, and you definitely have a hard time running in something like that. Was I was the, the first four games of the year? Was it a little fool's gold? Maybe. You know, they struggled offensively against Iowa State. They hung on to win that. And certainly needed some uh, Iowa State mistakes to help them win that game. You know, they pounded Rutgers. They pounded Miami of Ohio. They pounded Middle Tennessee State. And the Iowa offense had the most yards of any Iowa offense in the Kirk Ferentz era in that game. But wow, I mean, that is something. What took place, Iowa-Penn State. And it was on the heels of what took place, Iowa against Michigan. And I don't know that that problem is going to be solved this year. I really don't. And Nate Stanley's going to continue to take a lot of heat for it. And I'm not saying that there isn't some that's deserved, but I think a lot of quarterbacks would really struggle behind an interior offensive line the way that Iowa's is right now. And being that nobody really wants to hear about statistics in a game like this, especially in the heels of the last two games, I don't know what the point is going to be to talk about those things. I mean, yeah, Iowa's defense played well enough to win yet again. I mean, I don't know how many radio shows and post-game podcasts I've done through the years where I've said that Iowa's defense deserved a better fate than what they got. It's, <laughs> I don't know, a dozen or more, if not another dozen on top of that. You've watched the games. You've seen it. You understand. You know. So I think that I was really going to have to look themselves in the mirror the rest of the season. And, and, and I mean, I want to sit here and say figure out a way to get things done with an interior offensive line with the challenges they're facing. I don't know what you do. There are certain things that you can't fix in a season, especially when you've had injuries in there that have really – Jacked with your, jacked with the offensive line's ability to gel, and we've seen that. You know whether it was uh, Alaric Jackson going down the first game, coming back last week, or you know Shot or Ince or Banwords, etc., etc., etc. Heck, Iowa had to call a timeout in the first half because Tyler Linderbaum's helmet came off after a quarterback sneak for a first down because the two primary backup centers are unavailable. That's how bad it's been. So, Dace and I will talk more about it. We'll have that podcast for you on Monday. I think I'm done here. I'm going to go in and uh, put the dogs away for the night. Go in Give my 10-year-old a smooch. She fell asleep on the couch watching the game by me. Maybe some of you did as well. Um, and we'll call this 
We'll call this one tonight. We'll talk to you later. You want to wake up and see the clock? Tired of contacts or glasses? LASIK eye surgery with Wolf Eye Clinic may be the life change you've been looking for. The first to perform LASIK in Iowa, more Iowans trust Wolf Eye Clinic specialists with their eyes. Call 833-532-8809 to schedule a free LASIK consultation with a Wolf Eye Clinic surgeon today.